2: Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass, the podcast which aims to take you behind the scenes of the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass, as well as the automotive and social media world. I'm your host, Sam, from the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass, alongside me, as always, Mr. Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales. And we also have another guest with us. Uh, uh, that oh, one. oh wait, where's my... Hold on. That was. Right. Yes, we've got sound effects, finally. We have a guest with us. Hello. Mr. Adnan Ibrahim. Say it. Ibrahim. That's racist. No. <laughs> Ibrahim. Ibrahim. I got a little nervous there for a second. The PC brigade were going to come charging through the door saying, what is wrong with you? But yes, I, can I say Adnan of, like, X car throttle fame?
0: I think you could probably say Adnan who used to be from Car Throttle. This yes. is actually the first interview I've done since I'm no longer Car Throttle. I've no identity anymore. <laughs> who,
2: who am I? <laughs> You're so <laughs> lost. Um, but yes, yeah, some of you may know of Adnan or about Adnan uh, from his previous exploits uh, on Carthrottle or, or with Carthrottle. I mean, you basically founded what is now... Arguably one of, if not the biggest, car commu- online car community in the world. Yeah, I'll, I'll claim
0: one of. Yeah. yeah, I think it's one of. I mean, we. we I mean, fair, fair, <laughs> fair, fair right? play. I yeah. think we're, we're the biggest social.
2: You can't say we're anymore, mate. They, they. Wow, you, that feels you're so out. Weird. Yeah, you're out. <laughs> you're out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> to uh, to clarify, he didn't get fired. Uh, <laughs> he has very successfully. My recently, lawyers told me not to talk about it. Yes, <laughs> departed. He's starting to sweat because uh, he did say on the way, and he's like, "I'm not really sure contractually what I'm allowed to discuss." But we're going to be pressuring him today, <laughs> <laughs> <I love it. laughs> live on the podcast. But uh, look, thank you so much for being here. Uh, we have a lot to discuss because our, our social media history, our history goes way back. We to, go way back, man. Way back. to... The start of scene through glass, and so you know my sort of story on on social media. Um, how did you two meet? Well, wow, we're going to get into it, a Tony. Dark December. <laughs> <Yeah. night>. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting ahead of us. <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves. We're not quite ready there emotionally to <laughs> to account that, but we are going to be getting into all of that, uh, and also just yeah, hearing a bit more about your story, and I think also trying to understand how you, how anyone can sort of start a youtube channel as a business make it a business because nowadays it's the the in thing right i want to be a youtuber let's all be youtubers but there's a difference between doing it as a hobby or even doing it in your bedroom to running it as a sort of business as you did because when you left how many employees did the car throttle f- you know
0: twenty. we were 21
2: 21 people i mean that's full time legit yeah yeah i mean proper stuff so did you start off like that did you start off
3: thinking that it was that it was going to be this big business or or, or hobby, Did
0: not in a, not in a, a very arrogant way, but to be honest, I had a dream of it being the top, the new Top Gear. So okay, our, cool. our, our like tagline was Top Gear for the Facebook generation, really early on. Um, so there was always a dream of could this be as big as Top Gear? Basically, so I guess yes, but in reality, if I look at it now, I can't, I couldn't even have dreamt of what it would become. So yeah, bit of both, <laughs> okay. really.
2: Yeah, Well done, Tony. Nice. Give me a heads up, by the way, if you're yeah. going to reach for the
1: sound effect. <laughs> I wasn't ready.
2: <laughs> Regular listeners of the podcast will know that uh, our fancy new uh, audio system has sound effects buttons, which we've been trying to programme for weeks now, and I've finally managed to set some up, which we're going to experiment with today. God, I cannot wait to hear these. Well, worryingly, they are in reach of Tony, and that's yeah. always a liability.
3: But I just can't think which ones they are, so... I'm going to d- press it and it's going to be all wrong.
2: Okay. Well, the top four work. I think the bottom four maybe aren't programmed. No, I won't yet, do so. it this week because they're not very good anyway. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I was tempted to push one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, uh, full disclosure, we recorded our last episode with uh, Benson only a few days ago. So very nice chap. Yeah, very nice good chap. chap. Lad. Very good mate. Good friend of oh, yours that? now. He down, is, yeah. So he I don't think he told us how you two met, but how did you two it meet? It was a dark December night. <laughs> you you Again, often meet people on dark yeah,
0: December nights. Um, we met actually on a tie launch. We met on a Bridgestone tie launch about five, six years ago. Can't remember the tyre. Sure. Tires aren't really my thing, <laughs> no. to be honest.
1: <laughs> but <laughs> a lot a bit of people- rubber, just <laughs> not
0: me. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, we met then and uh, become really good mates since then. He's smashed it.
2: He's smashed it, hasn't he? Yeah, he was super interesting last week, I think. And it was a different way for us to do podcasts to, to really learn something ourselves, but also I think the audience picked up on a lot of information they don't you know, didn't know beforehand because he is, he's a nerd. He's a fountain yeah, of knowledge. Yeah. I think he's a self-professed nerd. Yeah. yeah. Which is brilliant. So yeah, if you missed that episode, go back and check it out. Uh, and if you're watching us here on YouTube, uh, you need to know that we have a new target in life. We are going for 50,000 subscribers, aren't Ooh, we, Tony? Whoop. Are going <laughs> to... Oh, it's that one. That's that's the best one, that one. We're we're not there yet, so I'll just i just bring where, that where, down. Where are all those? Yeah. <laughs> we are we are not quite at the fifty thousand number, but when we get there, uh one lucky subscriber will be joining us on, on the show. We're gonna have uh, could be or, you. It, it could be you. Are you yeah. looking at Adnan? Or you yeah, could be like, It could be Ad- oh, right. I like, you. <laughs> I thought you were talking like to the world, but and no, the world. you were looking directly into Adnan's eyes. Um, <laughs> but yes, so please make sure to subscribe, turn on notifications so you don't miss future episodes we want to try and build this channel into into its own thing it's you know its own entity um, but of course we're fully aware that lots of you are just listening to us and not watching us uh, you're missing out on three beautiful looking men um, no not at all <laughs> you're not missing out on that speak not. for yourself to you? <laughs> <laughs> that no, did his hair special yeah, um, but, uh, but yeah so if you're listening to us uh, make sure to follow us uh, and rate us that's the big thing we want you to do if you're if you're listening to us only um, but that's probably some uh, our sort of upfront uh, house keeping out of the way. I think it's time to, uh, to reset and then get into our deep dive as to who is Adnan Ibrahim and what makes him smile. I want to go back to the beginning, uh, beginning of your story. And eventually, hopefully that will bring us on to our story. Um, but come on, Adnan, how did this all begin? Where was the initial concept for Car Throttle founded?
0: So for me, the story actually starts a couple of years prior to CT. So when I was 16, um, I started selling stuff. So I'd go down to sports soccer, go and buy these like wristbands. They were really popular and flog them on eBay. So I was making a decent amount of money, buying and selling stuff, going on eBay. I then wanted to get into consumer electronics. So decided to go on Alibaba, found this really dodgy Indian man. I can say that.
2: <laughs> uh, for listeners. I'm, uh, I'm Indian. Yeah. For those You who must address this. <laughs> <from>
3: the-
2: <laughs> I really don't want to get some kind of consumer group. No, you no. Know, I mean, you wanted a complaints. viral podcast, yeah. so here we
0: are. Um, go and on. yeah, basically got massively scammed, tried to buy iPods and it turns out they weren't iPods. So at that point, I decided that I won't spend money to make money. Stupid thing that only a 16 year old would say. And that moved me into the world of internet marketing blogging. So I created this blog called blogtrepreneur.com. Mm-hmm. It was essentially learning how to market content online, how to sell ads against content. So for two years, I ran that and I sold that business just before my 18th birthday. But, and that ba- was like but, sorry,
2: just, but based on what
0: expertise? Based on no expertise. So <laughs> I was learning every single day and every time I would learn something new, I would blog about it. I was, I was almost talking about how I was learning and other people were learning with me.
3: Do you have an education? What, what education oh yeah
0: yeah do i have wise? an education like school wise yeah, uh, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. so i went to went to school um went to uni did a degree economics okay, um fine. so that this was, was
2: prior to that that was is...
0: yeah that was so that was the end of school yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah. so i was in uh, sixth form doing that and when i started uni i basically wanted to take what i'd learned from internet marketing but apply it to something that i actually liked cared about um and I wouldn't say I'm the biggest car enthusiast. Obviously, at CT, surrounded myself with far bigger car enthusiasts, I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, but yeah, I kind of teamed that up. And the idea was, can we create a next big brand for people like me? You know, going on YouTube back then in 2009, there was nothing. It was Top Gear reruns, repeats, recut videos. I think Autocar, those established brands were doing some content. Evo evo yeah evo was doing some content back then uh, there was an, a channel in australia called car advice run by a guy called al Bors, um and he was actually a, an inspiration behind starting ct and that was it so it was like and facebook hadn't launched yet instagram was a pipe dream there was nothing
2: so and the and the idea was like a journalistic channel like you wanted to review cars or we
0: wanted to be a voice for the new generation whether that meant funny reviews or informal i mean we did some weird can we swear on this, yeah, swear on this?
3: sure go for we it i mean i do
0: <laughs> we did some weird <laughs> shit back in the day um when we first started ct to try and find our voice and if anyone's watching and again i can say this now you could if you sort by oldest first on our youtube channel you'll find some dark dark stuff but it's quite funny but it also shows exactly how we managed to find the content that today works
2: i feel like there was something with smoke grenades or something was there a lot of st-
0: there was a, there was a rczr Peugeot smoke grenade video there were, there were rap videos oh it doesn't get better rap than <laughs> that videos i did i it never saw get the better rap video than that. yes that is peak. one YouTube. of our uh, most popular rap titles do you rate my 308 oh my god <laughs> tony my you're pers- loving this aren't you? and my personal favorite which was a parody on thrift shop by macklemore shift shop featuring uh, a I mean, I don't even know what that is. And I'm a motor dealer. How old are you? I'm 29. Okay, fine. Yeah, so I started. So you're started similar age to. Yeah, yeah. So I was eighteen I was 18 when I first registered that domain name.
2: Okay. And and you had this sort of vision to bring on more people. Is this something you thought like, I can build this by myself and sell it on, or like what was the sort of end goal? You said you know what you wanted to create, but what was your out at that point? I didn't
0: know. I, I, the end goal was creating a big, big brand that everyone in the world that was an enthusiast had heard of.
2: That that was always the vision. She's one of views. It was
0: was, was about impact. Okay. It was about audience impact. Like, I think we said it just off air, but one of the big goals I had was always around, can I reach a billion people or or impact in a positive way a billion people? So, with Car Throttle, you know, as the story goes, eventually, uh, we got quite a way of well of the way there that didn't make any sense we got, we, we, we got, got nervous you don't there. like talking
2: about like you know nice numbers do you like we, before we started recording and we were pushing Adnan on the success of his business uh, he gets a bit squirmy I think you're you're, so, you're very British in that sense we yeah, no. I mean, it wasn't that good it wasn't that successful it was okay but anyway let's move on um, so look we're like with any small business or independent startup there must have been a rough patch oh, uh, there and, were many and God, speaking of, so of rap videos we know there were rough patches Three <laughs> <laughs> oh eight for a start
0: yeah. i mean that was really rough that yeah. sounds
2: super rough yeah oh, but how so so oh, you know that moment when it was just you and okay i'm gonna reach a billion people you know how did that how did that play out yeah, i mean how, how was that well, the of the
0: stepping stones to billion yes well uh, initially it was literally daily grind of creating content now i know obviously well you know this very well and you know this very well you have to put yourself out there consistently so from 2009 till i graduated i was running it part-time from my bedroom. Clearly not doing much uni work. Um, and every day there'd be content and I'd start to employ freelance writers to create blog content. We would start to rank in Google, we would get traffic. So by the time I graduated, the site was doing around a hundred thousand uniques a month.
2: Wow. Okay. That's pretty amazing. So it, was, think, it was
0: significant. Yeah. And we were starting to sell ads against that content. So like display ads on the right hand side or sponsored articles. So there was something there. So I didn't just jump into it with like complete deep deep end there was traction already and i think that was the main thing so after i graduated i was like hey mom hey dad hey indian parents i'm gonna be (laughs) (laughs) self-employed from my bedroom and they were like a self-employed doctor (laughs) (laughs) and they were like get back in your cage no no they were like um well try it see what happens i said to myself i'm gonna give it one year if i can't turn this into something that can sustain myself then i've given it a shot but i'll go and get a job thankfully i had that piece of pointless paper that you get from university. And I was like, that's my backup. Um, so moved back home. I, I think I've said this before, but my commute was like my bed to my desk. It was literally two meters. <laughs> so every day. Sorry, um, I'm late
2: guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then yeah, just banging out content. And that's when we started in the world of YouTube because yeah, YouTube was that, YouTube was the place that you needed to be, still is in some respect.
2: And it was, so it was just you at this point, you, you mentioned sort of freelancers and things like that, um, but, but really a sort of solo effort, at least at the start. When was the first time that you realized that maybe you either needed to bring someone else on board or, or you just weren't able to keep on top of everything? And who was that first person?
0: Yeah, so, so the, the very first person, not full-time, but I guess semi part-time was a, a videographer. So we got, I got an email into my inbox and at this point we hadn't shot any video and it was from Volvo. And they said, we're launching the new S60R design, V60R design. Do you want to come down and shoot a video?
3: And you I mean, was I like, vaguely know what they are.
0: Saloon and uh, big old estate. Yeah, you know, yeah, those yeah, old yeah, big, yeah. big Volvo estates. Yeah, yeah. And
2: you've sold a few, Tony. You've sold a yeah, yeah, few. Yeah, yeah. I think I probably have, yeah.
0: <laughs> Part X's. <laughs> <laughs> that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was like, well, perfect opportunity. Let me film and present my first video. Went to PC World, got this like flip out. 300 quid shitter Panasonic <laughs> which is what he films all his crap on now hey yeah,
2: hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yeah.
0: mine pa- was 720p
2: I'll have to know that Panasonic a fantastic camera hashtag, hashtag branded. Uh, yes if they want to support this podcast we'll be very welcome uh, Tony uh, yes um, if it's a sorry Sony no Tony <laughs>
0: what well Tony's Sony clearly because of the rhyming and his- yeah
2: <laughs> okay so you suddenly realised that you had this opportunity to make some relatively not exclusive content but, but you know new fresh content Content in your own way so you went and bought a crappy Panasonic you know they have improved over the years <laughs> no they're very good <laughs> went there yeah. rocked up at this event
0: and it was me and Ed my mate from school who I knew could film stuff and there were all these like TV crews there with their, with their big old broadcast cameras capturing the cars in the house with our <laughs> flip out flip out geeks basically <laughs> so we recorded two videos both those videos got over 50,000 views I think one of them got 100,000 views in, in a couple of in a month
2: did you have a number of subscribers at that point? We, or this had was...
0: no, we had no subscribers, so that was purely based off search traffic. Wow. So again, I don't think the light-to dislike ratio is very good. Sure as I was presenting. <laughs> um, but it, 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 there was something there. And you know, when you initially start looking and going, "Hold on a sec, I think there's room for more video content." So then I started calling manufacturers, and this okay. was zero relationship. I was not from the industry, I had no background in this, and they're like. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. Car- Excuse f- me. Well,
2: were you called Throttle at that point?
0: We were called Throttle, but Funny story about the name So there were two possible names when I registered that domain name They had to have car in it because of the search engine traffic And the one that I was about to register Was called Car Oomph Car Oomph So you could have been talking to
3: Adnan from Used to be part of Car I mean that's, that's not the same I mean you car- would not have been able to sell that No, Car Oomph <laughs> I mean, every investor would have be been like, I think we've got to
0: address the <laughs> name here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We're going to put The T-shirts. I mean, there would have been some great meme opportunities with car oomph. Well, do you but... know
0: why? Because it has MPH at the end of oh, 00. Oh, zero. God. I'm a, uh, I'm a geek as well. Yeah.
2: Let Pick. me see what this one does. Entertainment. Fair. Kind of appropriate. No, you Hottel. picked the right name, mate. Yeah, car yeah. Well done. So you'd yeah. settle
0: on that. Thanks, so, God. So, so we were car <laughs> at that point. Okay. Um, but at, at, after all of those calls, they were like, no, you're too young. Because... 21 was actually the age. And then actually for most manufacturers, it's 25. Yeah, yeah. For the supercars, 28, 29. Now 30, I think it's yeah. uh, 30 plus.
2: Yeah, to be able to drive the cars. So even if you get invited on the press launches, uh, you know, you usually can't drive unless you're of these certain ages.
0: And, and sorry for, for the viewers as well. So I'm trying to ring for cars from Press Fleet. So obviously these are cars that they've got a press fleet of 10, 15, 20 cars and they will loan them out. But there is a cost to the manufacturer to loan out. They, tend, they say it's around a thousand pound per loan that includes the driver delivery time, refuel, maintenance, all that kind of stuff. So after so many rejections, Mitsubishi say, you know what, we're gonna give you a Mitsubishi Colt rally art." You know what that is? Uh, just. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, you're letting us side down here a bit today. I
3: mean, these all look a little bit old for me. I mean, yeah, I, I don't really say, do don't, that stuff I'll get anymore. into the good stuff
0: later. That's what I think. The it, juicy but, bit. But to be fair, at this point as well, you know, Again, as a semi enthusiast, I did a lot of research about these cars. It's a warm hatch, 1.5 liter turbocharged. Yeah, I know charge.
3: what it is. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little, little run, like little, like a micro size.
0: It's almost like your Suzuki Swift Sport. That's but it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Sure. I mean, but as you say, as an enthusiast, were you like, ah, cool? cool. Well, honestly, at that
0: point, I was driving a one liter Toyota Yaris. So I was okay. like, oh my god, I'm driving a Ferrari.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the Colt? I can't believe oh it. Oh my god, that turbocharger is so powerful. <laughs> Oh my God, what an, what engaging content that must have been. <laughs> yeah.
0: well, well, so we filmed the video. It was a 10 minute video about a cult rally art and it went into like the background of the Mitsubishi logo. It was really like in depth. That got 100,000 views.
3: For a Mitsubishi cult,
0: mate. Then the next one was an ASX from Mitsubishi crossover. That also got 80 to 100K views. And then that's when I started going to Honda to Skoda. Basically started off with, as many ma- like mainstream manufacturers as possible going, please give me a car, here's my track record, I think I can create a content that's different, that's really key, but also content that gets views in the medium that you're not popular in. And that was how, that was how it started.
2: Thing is, and Tony, I, I see this with you as well. It's definitely something that I don't have a quality or a skill that I don't have. have—is—is It's not necessarily a confidence. It's almost a brashness that I think maybe you've both got, which is that kind of like belief in yourselves that not only are you right, but but that you can convince a person you write. Tony, I can to see it the... At the showroom today, and you were just dealing with some business bits. And I like how matter of fact you are. I always find that a very envious quality. You know, really like no, that's just how much I'm offering you. And if you don't yeah. want it, jog on. Yeah,
3: yeah. But well, that's over time. so You learn that over time. Sometimes it's natural, but you do. You can be not so confident to start, but then you you build it up and you learn it. Because if you're not brash and confident in yourself people take the piss out of you that's just what happened
0: did you learn to build that up over time yeah when you first started were you more shy
3: not not shy but but not as i am now like because i i know more now as well and you know what by the way like listening to you two like you two of a different era of of me obviously i'm older and i actually admire what you two because when i left school i thought Right, like, what am I going to do now? I need to go and get a job. How am I going to make some money? I'm going to have to work hard. Whereas the next generation from me, like you guys, you have a profession in PR or whatever, and you've done what you've done. You think a little bit more out the box, and and it's media-focused. That's not our generation. So it's good for me to be involved in this because you guys not help me understand it because we don't understand it. So... What? Horses for courses, isn't it, as
2: well? Mm-hmm. Well, first nice thing I've heard from you, Tony, in quite a long time. So well, that's because I- I'd dance here.
0: I, I, to, I, I feel like I've helped to break down barriers between <laughs> the two. Next time, Tony's going to be sitting here with a hand
2: on your lap. You're so impressive, Sam.
3: No, I didn't say that. <laughs> no. <'cause, laughs> yeah,
2: a bit too far. Good point. Yeah. Um, but I think I think my takeaway from what you were saying is that it took... It must have taken amazing confidence or, or balls um, to have called these people up and been so confident in what you could deliver. Because it was... YouTube was still a relatively new format, new medium, uh, new platform. So you were... I don't want to say lucking into these views, but the fact you were hitting eighty to 100,000 views on these kind of road cars as an unknown channel is amazing. And I'm sure it's down to your knowledge of marketing and uh, all, all these different elements. But still, are you there was a bit of a risk in what you were doing.
0: And- oh, 100%. And I think the biggest risk probably came into that first year. So at that point, you know, I said I'd give myself a year. So gave myself a year. It was still on the brink of being something that i could actually you know take home every day and it was growing quickly and i had heard about raising money vc money angel investing had no contacts there my family's not in that area at all my dad's a dentist so it's just not he's not he's not a vc investor
3: (laughs) i mean you should have done that really it would have been safer yeah Um, also for my ethnicity yeah Move to move to Essex
0: and fitted veneers all you like? Oh, you uh, to be fair would have made a hell of a lot of money doing Huge. that. Huge and yeah, a lot massive. quicker.
2: Yeah, <laughs> go. On, what are we doing? Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, quite depressing. Though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, because that's, but we're going to take another short break in a second. But, but but when we come back, we're going to dive into that investment side of things. But you say, you know, a bit of money here and there or something to take home. I mean, YouTube at that point, surely you couldn't have been earning no, much I money, mean, if anything. We were. It was peanuts.
0: It was yeah. a couple of pence. We, but we were earning a bit of money from display ads on the site. Okay. But then just before your break, when Alex came on. So Alex, who's now the face of CT on the YouTube channel, head of video, he was at Autocar, news reporter. So I'd met him at a couple of events and I said, look mate, I want, to, I want you to start writing for us. And then the conversation evolved as, we, we, as I realized I could get investment from Passion Capital. And I said, you know what? Why don't you just come and join us full time? And he went, I'm at Autocar. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Yeah, yeah.
2: Autocar? It's, yeah, like, it's, yeah.
0: a, it's, a, it's a big career like risk and massive credit to him. He put it all on the line came first video rap video so he's come from autocar as a esteemed <laughs> journalist
2: to creating a rap video about a Peugeot 308 he was like these damn kids <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean fair play to him as you say but also i think another string to your bow of, of spotting talent or you know because as much as you built the empire uh, uh, most of my viewers i think or most of my listeners will know <laughs> will know alex as car So mm-hmm. he is the face and as you say i mean a lot of people don't realize the team the the the, giant business, the it's behind alex ethan and uh who uh is it jack yeah Jack. Jack's he's now become a
0: big part of the channel right Ever since his uh his oh. his crash down the a40 with oh. the lorry where well he, he made tabloid headlines oh, hey, around his the world little
2: meet cute with ellie goulding did you goulding. see
0: this tony no 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 did you see the video of a golf game pushed down the a40 by a royal mail truck
3: oh yeah and, and uh ellie ellie Golding. Golding. so
0: that was oh, uh, so our um producer senior producer jack was the guy driving the car oh was it yeah. 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 completely randomly completely Compe- random. No, but- that was a stunt. Well, thing. BBC right, Breakfast,
2: right, we BBC Breakfast said this could be a stunt. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> he's from the channel Fast saying? Throttle or something. they, if they it was misquoted a stunt, you. Knowing me,
0: why would I not have monetized the hell out of yeah, that stunt? But yeah. yeah. we had was we didn't do any content cuz Jack thankfully was all right. Yeah. But he didn't want to talk about it, which is completely fair. And there were we were getting hounded by Everyone, I mean, Piers Morgan wanted him on the show. Good Morning America wanted him on the show. It was like crazy. Alex had a bunch of people wanting to get in touch with him. Um, But yeah, he's become an amazing presenter star in his own right on the YouTube channel. He's just... He
2: was forever behind the camera, right? And now he's sort of stepped stepped out. He went from behind to in front of the camera. He's done amazing. Just, you know, one meeting with Ellie Goulding and all the confidence you need. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, quick quick little break to refresh ourselves. uh, And we'll be back to hear more about uh, Adnan's story and yeah, how he then managed to get some investment for his uh, growing social media business. I think, I think we all want to know, uh, how does anyone secure investment?
0: I'm going to give the very first round we did. I'm going to give you a very unhelpful answer. I sent a cold email. It's basically something that they tell you you should never do. I had heard about Passion Capital. They were investing in very early stage tech startups in London. So there were a couple that I'd followed, uh, analytics company, an e-commerce company, And I thought, I'm going to give it a shot because I was following a lot of business blogs at that time as well. And I'd Mm -hmm. come across them. So I sent an email to one of the partners. The email basically just laid out what I had done so far and the vision, this top gear for the Facebook generation vision. And I don't know whether he was just sitting on the toilet, checking his emails, but he replied in 15 minutes, which just never happens. So I, you know, we were talking about luck earlier. I've had an an insane amount of luck.
3: You make your own luck, mate. True, that as well. Yeah, 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 you make that.
0: But there's, you've got to sometimes just Even if you make your own luck, you're like, something happened. The universe conspired with me. So he replied back, had a coffee with him. Two weeks later, we had a term sheet. It wasn't a large amount of money. Um, Well, compared to what you read in the press, it was around $100,000. But that was enough for us to basically start hiring and to kickstart the growth of CT. Um, And it was very light. that They they basically just backed the vision and, I think, backed the fact that we could do it.
3: And they specialised in your field. That's they what...
0: they specialised in tech, so their, their backgrounds were AOL, Skype, yeah. Yahoo. So they kind of understood what yeah, it could yeah. be, for sure.
3: Okay.
2: So I think at that time, am I right in saying that the focus was on the website? Is that what you were selling and that YouTube was kind of a subsidiary of that or just a benefit? So we,
0: the first couple of years for CT was just about growing any way possible. The website, YouTube, to, to find the USP. You're having to test a lot of stuff. So I always say that to, to people when they're starting. I think I said it to you. Test a lot of different types of content. I'm sure we're going to go into that because it's quite interesting. And we were just testing, testing, testing. And the inflection point happened where uh, Alex came across this Facebook page called Car Memes. And again, because we loved car, we were just like lolling.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Banter. Love a good lol. Um, Laugh out loud, as, as good... I know what it is. Thank you. I'll put it on no, there in <laughs> used to mean lots of love so
1: yeah
0: (laughs)
2: don't want to misread that one Uh,
0: (laughs) and uh we got a link from this facebook page run by gabor um who is a chap in bristol again another uni student who built this fan base and the first link that we posted to an article on our website it took the site down like the melt the servers just melted and we did it again and we could see the spike in analytics it went from like 10 people online concurrent users to like two thousand users online (laughs) And every time we did it, it took our site down. So we were like, what on earth is going on here? What is, what is this Facebook linking? And over time, obviously Facebook was growing as a platform and Facebook was sending a shed load of traffic to publishers. So we acquired the page. Gabor came and joined us as our community manager, then head of social media. And that was how we started growing because car memes went from a hundred thousand fans when we acquired it to a million fans in like a couple of months. And wow. when
3: was this? When would this have been like? 2013, okay. 12, 13 when social media really did start to grow as well, didn't it? So Facebook had just launched
0: pages. It's bizarre that they just like now it's just normal, but they had only just launched that. And obviously everyone was trying to growth hack their way to these big followings. So for us, car memes was like the growth hack. We would then link from the page to our YouTube channel. Every time we released a video, shed loads of people and then flood to YouTube, they'd flood to the website, they'd flood to our Twitter, that we could point traffic anywhere we wanted. But it was all coming from Facebook. And it was all coming from Facebook and then wow. and then we pointed it at the Car Facebook page. And then we were getting loads of people liking, subscribing to the page. And that became the growth driver because then we could control traffic. And then on YouTube we went from basically a thousand subscribers p- after all the rap videos. We were only <laughs> sure. we were only on a thousand to a hundred thousand in the blink of an eye. Wow. Because you was
3: directing all the traffic? We were we
0: were sending that traffic. So
3: Facebook,
2: Facebook. was the catalyst, really? Well, Facebook
0: was the growth driver.
2: Wow, okay. And now it's just dead. <laughs>
0: yeah. oh, oh, 100%. We can yeah. talk for about what the future of social media is. Cause I'm sure a lot of the audience will probably know at this stage more than we do because of their usage
2: of course yeah What everyone's on well hey let's get into tiktok at some point because uh, tony knows i'm all i'm all over the tiktok <laughs> vibes um are you on TikTok? tiktok oh mate we're gonna get into it oh, um wow. so let's fast forward a little bit to when you and i met our sort of uh a uh, moment i'm trying to remember oh, i know exactly when we met uh, do you yeah it should was i at, leave it was at a uh... <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but vicky I, I if was... you're listening please turn <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, no. it was at a uh, hashtag ct meet. Oh, my God, it was. At Ace Cafe. You're so, so right. Ace Cafe is, for any international viewers, one of the oldest kind of institutions, very biker-friendly place to have car
3: meets. It's Uxbridge way, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, just yeah, off, yeah. Just It's off near Wembley Stadium. Circular. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Um, and you came down with Paul to our very first CT meet. So there were... There were and we, we had no idea what to expect, but we had just messaged a couple of mates going... Hey, do you want to um, come down to the CT meet? So I'm blowing out your mic.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, sorry. We, uh, that was me just being a techie nerd um, for a second. Go on. And
0: we had, I think it was 500, 700 people come down and, a, and about 100 cars. And we had a reserved car park. Paul came in his blue R8. and yep. You came in your 4C. Was... Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Tony. We had to push it back out. Tony. <laughs> oh,
2: but, don't be rude. People went nuts for that car. People couldn't believe what they were seeing.
0: Do you know why I remembered, Sam? He was the only guy there with a GoPro strapped to his head.
3: Yeah, (laughs) he still does that
0: now.
2: You know, one of those such a (laughs) mug. Yeah, Yeah. it was the OG people who still still mark on his head. (laughs) That's what caused me to lose hair. It's all that taking the GoPro on and off. But yeah, I used to walk around in public with the camera strapped to my head. It was a very strong look.
0: Um, And I was like. This guy is so dedicated that I need to meet whoever
2: this is. (laughs) What a weirdo. (laughs) Um, Well... In terms of where Car Throttle was at, that's what I was trying to figure out because you must have been at a relatively serious point because very quickly you asked to meet with me to discuss me joining something called an MCN, which is a bit of an old school YouTube term. It's a multi-channel network and we'll break that down in a second. But do you remember kind of, we're talking about four or five years ago, what level of growth Car Throttle was at? We were
0: probably two, three hundred thousand, no more, about half a million subs, I'd say at that point. Maybe what year next. was that? 2015.
2: Yeah, 2015. Well done, well remembered. Um, no,
0: that, that, yeah, that was summer 2015, the first meet. The premise was, and again, this was all about testing, constantly trying to test new avenues, new ways. You had these big American networks, maker studios, taste made for food. Um, and they were basically aggregating a lot of channels so that when you wanted to have a brand deal, the brand deal doesn't have to mess around with a thousand contracts. They just have one contract and then the, the network in between then distributes the revenue to all those creators. So the idea was- Like an agency. Like an agency. Exactly, exactly. Exactly like an agency. So could we be the organization as Car Throttle in the middle, helping lots of creators do what they like and make money? Because as we knew when we were small, trying to do a brand deal when you have even 100,000 subs. Maybe it's different now, but 10,000, 50,000, not easy.
2: Yeah, yeah. Not easy. And it was new, that was new territory at the time. You know, brand deals, that wasn't a thing. It wasn't, you know, it it was still sort of new and and commercial opportunities and all of that sense of it. And you've got to remember back then in terms of, automotive content from the UK there was Shmi who was probably an equivalent level to you at the time Uh, Paul Supercars of London who was maybe a few hundred thousand subs below you me at uh, maybe twenty thirty thousand subs you just started just started Seb Delaney at half that again and that was kind of it no one else was really in the space so it was a very new and kind of exciting time but things like yeah uh, brand deals and opportunities and commercial things and networks was just so you know like what is all this and you, you try to take it on as much as possible and I remember you sitting down and saying, "Look, you know, we like what you're doing, and we're we're thinking about building this this MCN, this multi-channel network, and we'd love for you to come on board as one of those sort of initial channels." And uh, for me, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like car throttle, these guys are huge, and this is so exciting, and oh my god, I'm gonna make so much money. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, long story short is that the uh, the partnership or me joining the network basically just meant us having catch ups every three to six to be months. Fair, and great network. <laughs> we had great lunches. We'll we went Christmas for a few lunches. nights out. like you know like it was all brilliant but actually meant nothing for our business do you know
0: know why that didn't quite work
2: talk to me because i never asked you i've been too nervous
0: (laughs) (laughs) because of how quickly everything grew the network really has no place because and if you remember some of the networks would take a percentage revenue out of creators
2: yeah well that was the big thing which
0: which... we obviously never did to you because there was no point we were still testing out but instead of the youtube revenue because you're brought into the network's partnership, you could command a better CPM from YouTube. That wow. was the premise. So then YouTube would say, your network is a preferred network. All of the great advertisers, Ford, BMW, they're going to spend more money on your yeah, channels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so Maker Studios would take 10 5 10%. And if they have channels doing a, a billion views a month, you can imagine that's a hell of a lot of money that they're going to make.
3: Is that why they push youtube push growing channels more than a channel that's already established you uh they push the videos more don't they is that um, how it um well
0: trending is a great this is a great topic right how to get a video to trend because there are so many different factors but i think and it changes all the time
3: yeah Number, the beauty of YouTube because you boys are always moaning about analytics and and YouTube algorithms algorithms yeah, the and damn algorithms, algorithms. Yeah. Yeah. mysterious yeah, yeah, floating yeah. algorithm algorithm, yeah. algorithm yeah. knob up and down <laughs> I mean I literally go oh, okay and it goes oh, right oh, over by, yeah, yeah, but no 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 but it's your profession and and you, you want to understand you're frustrated by it. in, yeah, in yeah. the
0: same way in different markets like you have to understand everything about your market of course when we upload that content. If you don't understand how to rank, like, you need to just understand all the levers. And there are so many different things. The length of the video, the, the growth rate of that video in the first hour, the like to dislike ratio in the first hour, the number of comments it gets per hour. All of those things help you to bump up trending. And then there are some things that you'll, you'll just trend. I mean, CT, to be fair, in the last year, nearly every video has trended. Like it, it get, it get Which this. is
2: amazing. I mean, you know, it's for a automotive channel to
0: the team, like they just know now what to produce and how to get people interested in that content.
2: And what I love actually is if you if you track the sort of you know the content that you guys have been creating, if you go right back to the beginnings, you say you were looking for really any car that you could get hold of to do your sort of review pieces, and you know that did continue for a long time. And you even I think went through the sort of supercar phase. I remember Alex's video with the Huracan Performante, he which cried. made him cry. Yeah, of what, course. What a loser! What a loser! <laughs> um, but I feel like maybe sort of three or four years ago, and uh, mainly with the MX-5 that Alex bought, you kind of. Uh, opened yourselves up to or, or tapped into this kind of like modified market or this kind of like story of these project cars and and sort of, you know, ch- like documenting that build process. Mm. And what I love about what Carthol are doing now, which you can take no um, credit for because credit for <laughs> you've left. <laughs> oh, no, he's it, the foundations, mate. No, no, don't give him that. that. Is. Oh, Where's no. the,
0: where does the audience applause button for Tony? <laughs>
2: That's, that's a bit of a whoop, whoop, isn't it? But yeah, um, where's your
3: jacuzzi, mate? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so the the thing is, is it's great car content on a budget. Mm. You know, which is what I'm loving. I think. I saw the last video, something about like an 800 pound car or 795 pound car, Um, you know, all these kind of funds, which is Top Gear of old that we used to love, those cheap car challenges. And it, it goes against what so many of, I would say us, and I'm talking about me and fellow contemporaries do, which is the big money stuff, which I think nowadays is becoming less attractive, but also, you know, less engaging. People want to know that they can go out there and hey, if I work really hard and I make myself a grand, I could go and buy a car and have fun with it, which I think was a genius move from a content point of view And and
0: that was all Alex Because Alex loves boxes.
3: Okay Fun, <laughs> Look, funda-
0: Fundamentally he's he's like you and Tony would Him <laughs> no. and
2: Tony
3: would not get on No <laughs> But you and him really get on yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We would spend a lot of time on AutoTrader Have you seen his Citroen? No Oh <laughs> no
0: I, I bought... It, I, it's probably not even a DS3, is it? <laughs> oh, you are, no.
2: no. C4 from 2006, yeah. Bangla, okay. the it. rare 2.0 VTS. Wow, okay. Yeah, that was the Lux, top, top of the end, but it's been stripped out, put a WRC body oh, kit on it. Oh, it's this the one you took on the Team tour. Tour. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I just, yeah. I just dropped it off at Tony's showroom, or, or I don't know if I know what to call where your work is, but anyway, dropped it off with Tony, because uh, I couldn't leave it on the street anymore. It was getting too much attention. I was getting all these builders come past it. Yeah, and oh my God, it was a nightmare. Does that add
3: kudos to your dealership? It wasn't. It wasn't getting too much attention. People were putting rubbish in it because I thought it was a skip. <laughs> That's what was happening. The builders were putting all their rubbish in it. Tell Entertainment.
2: The truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Anyway, so uh, yeah, me and me and Alex do share fondness for shit pieces. Um, well, anyway, so 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 we met back then, uh, and then you know I did join your MCN, your mod channel network, which which was really was as an excuse to have lunch.
0: I, I didn't even finish the reason as to why it doesn't work because ultimately. A creator does not need a network to succeed. So even though we weren't taking any, the networks work because there's an information gap. So they say to the creator, hey, if you join this network, you're going to be
3: rich.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: But in reality, you'll be rich if you create great content and you have an audience.
2: Yeah, yeah. and you're not tied to anyone else. You're independent. You're, you, you're, you're you might want to have
0: a sales manager at some point to manage all of your... Um, Deals, yeah. so I know that you're repped by MFC yeah. Sartre, I have a right? commercial
2: agent, so basically anything which comes from outside of YouTube, any of the big brand stuff that I've done comes through them. So they handle all that just because I'm but, bad at talking because money.
0: Because you're a creator, your your expertise is in creating that content and getting the content to be amazing. And to be fair on you, aesthetically amazing, because I think that is your like your differentiator yeah, in the market, right?
3: Yeah, he, yeah.
0: Sam creates content that also is
3: I don't want to say Casey Neistat, but
0: Casey oh. Neistat levels oh. of like creativity and thought behind it. It's yeah. not it's not your straight
3: vlog. No, 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 so everyone I ever met, I'm going to be nice to him twice in mm. one. Oh,
0: such a, <laughs> a love in today. So
3: everyone I ever meet, they always say that Sam makes the best videos. Mm. E- everyone, like of all the other YouTubers, they always say you make the best
2: but videos. But you know, I, I think the beauty of YouTube is that there's a space for everyone. You can make content however you want to make it yeah. or whatever you want to make it. And someone filming with their iPhone to someone filming with a 40,000 pound red camera, you know, but there's space for both. And I think, you know, w- what I do is the content that I want to watch and I want to make and, and it, some people might say it's not very engaging or it's not very interesting or whatever, but I, I love the way it looks and feels and what it represents and the stories that I tell. But as I say, the beauty is someone can go into a car park with an iPhone, stand and talk for 30 minutes yeah, about their cars and still get millions of views. And, yeah. and yeah, I, yeah. I applaud that. I genuinely, like,
0: I think that's great. So it goes back to your, you were about to uh, talk about the differentiator, you know, the build series and the fact that actually the supercar stuff might have become a bit too commoditized but that is that is what's happened the launch that people go on now is attended by 20 people shooting the same car on the same roads with the same angle sam has a different angle and different take but ultimately there are 20 reviews dropping on the same car Mm for sure on the same week so when alex and team came up with their challenge series format and we've been through two guys one car was another big format that we had we had lists we had build series we've had We'll talk about lists in a bit sam won't we <laughs> your favorite videos most most viewed i bet as well so
2: when are. when i first joined the car throttle mcn adnan's big push was was the list was
0: was it was popular back then in my defense hey, 2014 you know so, basically, so you like know like seven things that sam does on a
2: weekend oh, oh, the top list. 10 v10 yeah. engines ever made and i was like Adnan, i'm not sure that's the kind of challenge how, view- like, how, like, made-
0: how many views are they on
2: i don't know if i even made them today You did? I did make them, but I I don't know. I think I deleted them. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for helping to try to make you famous. You know what? It just wasn't the kind of content I was looking
0: to make. But 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 this is exactly what what was great because through that learning process, you find what works for you and not enough people are ballsy enough to test. And that's how you make it.
2: I think that you're so right. The experimentation is key. Um, and for you guys early on, you know, that, that was finding your voice, finding your space within a, what became a very crowded automotive market online. But I do feel like Car Thortle are known now as an entity like what do you what are you going to get on Carthol, or what are you going to see and, and what do you enjoy and you say the testament is that they're trending on almost everybody they got huge huge views and long story short is you've sold you've <laughs> sold out I mean you know it, 10 or so years later you found an exit point um which I think is uh, hugely admirable and amazing uh, and that's kind of what I want to get into is is to skip forward I know we've missed a big chunk of like the Cartholter history uh, but it's all online so you can go and watch it, <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, it is. yeah I don't know
0: why you're listening to this <laughs> <laughs>
2: if you want to understand more, uh, but we, yeah, we want to dive behind the scenes uh, and, and hear about that those final few months or a year, I suppose, when you decide to sell, how you decided to sell, um, and what the hell you're going to do now with uh, with your life. So you'll yeah, we'll be right back in two seconds uh, to get those answers from Adnan. You're unemployed. Yeah, that is that is literally
0: facts. Has I'm that unemployed. sunk in yet? It's been one and a half weeks, and I'm still trying to figure out who am I? What <laughs> am I doing? Um, no, it's quite nice. To be honest, for 10 years, it's been relentless, like 24-7, always on. And even mm. though I wasn't in the office 24-7, I was always checking notifications. like that dreaded message you get from someone going... And can I have five minutes for a chat and you're like okay <laughs> that's here, life here as a go. boss here that's life as
2: a boss right
0: um so you could never turn off and obviously uh that's a great thing because it mm. means that you're hustling and you're looking to achieve but it takes its toll on you after a while so I think I needed a break and so I'm just I'm having a break yeah
2: it's gonna be a weird adjustment I think I mean I, I think all three of us are definitely people that like to work hard we don't shy away from hard work and what, t- are, your,
0: what are your hours Tony?
3: Uh, So I work... I definitely work 12 hours a day, mm. but probably longer. Because when I get home, I'm not finished. Like, I've still got emails, emails and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, my missus is always like, get off your phone. But she's like, I can't, like, spend some time with the baby because I've got a three-year-old daughter. Oh, nice. So, so, so okay, I'll do it in a minute, one sec. You know, but there's always something for me to do. So, do, you, do you love it? Yeah, well... I like I like what it brings, the nice stuff it brings. So do I enjoy my job? Of course. Do I like cars as much as I used to? No. I think that's
0: normal though. Yeah. I, think, I think I would say the same. I yeah. think the kind of glossy shiny, you hang around the best of the best cars yeah. all the time. Yeah. Oh.
2: Someone's got a friend. Hello. Is that me? No, it's you. How oh, is my dad? He's been in LA so uh, <laughs> Could you imagine? Get him on! I could actually. What's going in. on? He's had, he's had a good week in LA. He's been doing some business. He called me. I had the funniest phone call with my dad this week. He's been doing some business with some people that we, we all would have heard of, but he can't pronounce any of their names. So he always calls me and says, I've met with... Oh, oh, oh. And I'm like, you know, okay, you need to know how to say this. Anyway, I'll call him back. Um, so sorry, yeah, you like... That's the point. Is you don't switch off, right? No, no uh, but you
3: don't. If you own, if you own your your own business, you don't, mm-hmm. and rightly so. You switch off when you retire. Switch mm-hmm. off then. Yeah, like, you just got to keep going. Mm-hmm. So,
2: and I think, I mean, is, has there ever been a part with either of you where you've gone "I kind of wish I just had a nine to five, and at five pm I could leave Not the office"? For me. And-
0: See, funnily enough, only towards the end of CT, I would walk with Gabs, the Gabor, so who who became um, COO after the Car Meme's journey. And we would just walk down the road and we'd be like, mate, I quite fancy having their life. They're just nine to five and they don't have this constant need to do something. But I think, as I said, it's a, it's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because hopefully it means that we're always going to be looking to achieve something. It's a curse because it probably comes at this. There is a sacrifice. There's a mental sacrifice. I don't think enough people talk actually about the mental side and the mental burden of running a business. No. At all. Because no. it's a hard slog and I'm not trying to, you know, sub story. Cause I had an amazing time doing it, but no one likes to talk about, everyone talks about the hustle porn. No one talks about the emotional porn that comes with it. Yeah. And for you as a creator, I can't even imagine how difficult it is. I had a team to off, to, offload that, off, that offload, too. offload the weekly content schedule burden onto them. You, you have to do it and you have to make sure that content goes out. So what if you feel a bit shit, what happens?
2: Well, I had that today, didn't I Tone? I went to, uh, I went to Tone today cause I, I've got a video I'm off. Tomorrow uh, to the launch of the new Toro Rosso Formula 1 car. Oh, nice. Amazing. Dream, like for me, absolute dream. Is that a a Hangar 7? Yeah, exactly. But I'm a little bit nervous... Uh, as to what the content will be because I know these big events I know it can be tricky to film and I don't know how exhilarating it will be it's effectively just a media launch so I thought you know what I'll I'll get a a spare video in the bag and uh we thought I'd go along and drive something that Tony's got in stock and I just woke up this morning and I just didn't feel on it I felt Mm -hmm. off felt weird felt a bit sick a bit tired and I thought I'm not gonna make a good video today I'm just not and a year ago or two years ago, I would have forced myself and I would have got frustrated and I would have made a crap video and I probably would have uploaded it. Um, but instead, uh, no, I went, you know what, shelve it and all i got to do now is work harder tomorrow to make sure that that F1 video is a really good video. Um, so it swings around about... So you've,
0: but- you accept the fact that you're now... Content enough to shelve a video. Yes. You don't feel that burden and pressure on yourself to have to upload.
2: But it's taken me four years to get to this point. Yeah. And it took Drive the World. Drive the World was the biggest thing to push me to the point where I don't need, I mean, I do need to upload financially. <laughs> but but I don't need to upload. You know, like like for me it is way more important to create content that I want to create that I'm proud of and that I'm happy with, even if it gets twenty thousand views or hundred thousand views, but it means that I need to find money elsewhere. Mm-hmm. I've taken away my financial dependency from YouTube. I, I don't count on YouTube ad sense anymore. That's not my sole way of making money which really it was that was my my biggest income generator for the last three or four years was YouTube so if my earnings dropped or my views dropped you that felt was it. catastrophic yeah, and I was yeah, stressing yeah. if I was you know it didn't matter if the video was good or bad it just mattered about the views because the views was the money um, whilst now I'm like screw that let's make great content that I'm proud of that is really good that I can say to someone look at that what I made mm. now pay me to make it again <laughs> you know like <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. that's a you know sort of I don't only want to do paid content but what i mean is there's lots of other ways to make money in Mm -hmm. this world um and that's what i'm now pushing into i will never stop being a youtuber and never stop creating because that's what i love doing but that's what i want to do i want to love doing it (laughs) and i don't want to do it because i have to and i think that's the big problem with social media is that necessity to upload there's a lot Um, of pressure isn't there a lot of pressure pressure to keep uploading where now there's so much of it yeah there's so much of it and i remember ages ago when you guys flipped to doing one video a week again when you said look we're just cutting back
0: we were doing four videos a week four produced videos a week and it was killer
2: killer right just from everyone's point of view from from resources to creativity to but also for your audience and that's what i kind of learned i think now further down the line there's so much out there on youtube people are busy you know let's talk about tiktok for 2 seconds because yes now we have a, what seems to be a fifth social media platform the big four am i getting that right on my numbers that have ruled the roost for so long maybe i'm thinking anyway i'm losing top Snapchat. thank you uh you tiktok has come along and and you know we're talking half a billion users i think mm. now on tiktok uh, and it's this weird platform that i would say is like a like a void like i get stuck staring at TikTok. oh my god yeah do you have TikTok on your phone
3: no do you, have you have you i know used it? i know what it is because i'm in a whatsapp group with paul wallace and he constantly is paul on TikTok? i guess so. yes <laughs> he constantly <laughs> sends clips of this chinese bloke eating an apple <laughs> i mean just to the do press-ups he was just to
2: do about. a side scale it's not all about chinese people eating apples but <laughs> no
3: but that's what he sends. Yeah. i
2: i can't understand why it's so addictive and it's dangerously... Like, I don't like it. I feel I had, myself sucked in. I had to delete the app in. off my phone. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because I was... It's horrible. Genuinely, just going, I should go like that.
2: Yeah. Uh, For those uh, that don't know, uh, TikTok is a sort of combination of Instagram meets YouTube meets Snapchat. It's... I'm sure half the people watching are uploaders on TikTok. You're probably right. I mean, it's short, viral videos. The biggest stuff on it right now is dancing and lip syncing. Mm. So you get all these young teenagers. The, the biggest girl is a girl, she's called Charlie something from America, 23 million followers. And she's literally 15 year old girl that dances along to music, makes up dance routines. It's so big that she ended up dancing with Jennifer Lopez at the Super Bowl. No I way. mean, like, no yeah, way. yeah, this thing is like huge, but it's a horrible platform. And, and because of that, you get so sucked in and drawn in that again, you feel like you have have to keep uploading because you're like wow there's so much content out here i need to be on this i i want to go TikTok viral and but that's, like, that's that's and instagram
3: as, as well mate like yeah. that's what they are yeah for sure they're, they're, they're un- machines i think they're they're machines and for me because i'm a bit older as i look in i don't know about you two or, or the younger generation i think they're they're toxic platforms mm-hmm. mate. you know mm-hmm. and they drive people up the wall so the the, the I think they're good because they've given people a voice. Don't forget YouTube and what mm-hmm. you created, and certainly what you've created. We've be able to voice our opinions on stuff and be heard where we wouldn't, where we wouldn't have been ten years ago. But there's a so much crap on there, and and li- the lies, the lies that are on social yeah. media is is it's unmoderated, alarming right? yeah. me. Unmoderated, yeah, yeah, unmoderated.
0: And to, to to bring it back to like the the growth hacks, I feel like if you were on TikTok a year or two ago and started to create content, that was the next wave. Mm-hmm. You see these cycles every, every year or every two years, there's something that you jump off, whether it's like Facebook video getting promoted more in the feed, Instagram stories trending, TikTok right now two years later there'll be a snap spectacles. yeah, yeah so we yes. bought we bought these snap specs didn't take off did not take off fair play to the people that are again ballsy enough to jump on these platforms but to your point tony i think that there's going to be a big big problem with anxiety well there already is anxiety yeah, yeah. depression with millennials and younger that isn't being solved one of the big things that we still don't understand yet is the human brain and how we are affecting ourselves with this constant need to check phones the dopamine yeah. hits that so we're getting refreshing feeds yeah and to be fair i kind of feel slightly complicit in it because mm-hmm. we were help we, mm-hmm. we were encouraging people to constantly check social but we're part of it's, it's the world it's the world it's the world, it's the world, the world, world. i
2: think yeah whether we're creators or, or viewers like we're as a normal person you're encouraging creators to keep creating and as creators you're encouraging people to keep coming back and looking so what we didn't do very well is stay on track with our <laughs> topics and discuss how you ended up selling car oh. <laughs> or i guess you did you sell car did you sell your part like how did because you obviously had investment yeah like w- at what point did you go I think maybe it's time for me to leave. And feel free, by the way, to say that you're not allowed to discuss any of this because you did warn me that walking into the room. <laughs> no, no, I mean,
0: there's a lot we can discuss. Okay, so, great. So, so thinking about that life cycle of the business, um, we we had been approached all the time by companies. So because we were one of the few in the UK media companies, automotive, I was always fielding conversations with potential suitors because as part of you know, a, a venture-funded CEO's job is to also focus on my shareholders and ultimately what the final outcome is going to be. So I had always maintained good relationships with a lot of publishers, um, but we had got to a stage where the revenue was growing year on year, and thankfully we have always we had always seen revenue growth. It was it was up and to the right, so I couldn't be happier with how we had got on. Um, but I think it was a combination of right time when we were talking with Dennis um, it was clear that they wanted to move quite quickly on this right time for us and the shareholders, because for a lot of these LPs, their funds are 10 years in length. And so we had got, we were getting close to the end of where our investors actually wanted to see their money. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for me as well, I was looking for the next learning phase because we had got up to 21 people. We had grown revenues. We'd onboarded some amazing new clients. In fact, so you mentioned Red Bull, Red Bull were, became a really big client of, of car
3: limited company, right? Limited company. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and yeah, it was just good timing all round. So uh, we had corporate brokers that helped us with the process. And it was, you know, the boring stuff of having like a information like a investment memorandum and a presentation. And I I went and had conversations with a whole bunch of people. Um, and Dennis were just a very clear, obvious choice for us because they are the people that own Evo, Auto Express, car buyer, buy a car, on top of a bunch of other titles outside and finance. But they understood automotive and they had the prestige of automotive. They had the clients of automotive, which meant that for me, if I could see Car Throttle carrying on growing, they had the contacts at all of these major okay. OEMs, which meant that they could flick on social advertising where a lot of these companies still don't spend any money on social. Yeah. but. They didn't know we existed because okay. we still didn't have a big enough sales team to get out there.
3: Right. So there was just opportunity. So they provide round. that now. Dennis now provide that.
0: We're plugged straight into the whole yeah, Dennis yeah. network, which yeah. means that any opportunity, any advertiser, any finance support you need, any legal support you need, we're now one of their brands. And to be fair, it's, it, it, was an, it's, it's, it it's an amazing home for the brand because they get it. Yeah, they get auto.
2: It just felt right. It was the right time, the right opportunity, the right people.
0: Yeah, and I, I looked at Evo back then. There's a brand that I admired Evo Car of the Year. Yeah. Every December oh slash yeah. January, oh. they don't do that anymore. Well, they, 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 they did. They but did, did you
2: see what they did this year? Yeah. Uh, that, is, oh, that actually, was embarrassing, uh, mate. Uh, Took five cars: an AMG GTR, an A45s, a Cayman Project a. a, a Morgan, a Cayman GT4. A couple of years ago, else. though, their
0: their videos were top nine. Really, that Scotland one. No, Do you remember yeah, that Scotland nothing.
2: one when they had when they still had Catchpole and Bovingdon? Yeah, and, yeah, oh my God! Just what the way they shoot
0: it, just aesthetic. what amazing. they said,
2: they had the best of the best at that time. I think you know, no no disrespect to anyone else, but when they had you know Catchpole, Bovingdon and who I'm thinking there's someone else. Sucklift, there. there was
0: he yeah. yeah. there. Sucklift, I think was Autocar. They were in a real uh,
2: sweet point, a, su- a sweet spot at one point of of having a, a group of really switched on, knowledgeable guys that could all drive. Yeah. Made beautiful content. Got access to cool cars. Uh, you know, but times change Things move on. Uh, everyone, everyone changes up. So, so you have now said goodbye to your baby. Yeah. Uh, so it
0: was it was kind of six months of learning, integrating the business. But, as I said to the team, I think for me, it was just I've done this for a long time,
3: and new challenge you new, want a new challenge It was time for a new chapter yeah, new yeah. adventure Fair. Mm-hmm.
0: just just i my personal view is that we should always be learning mm-hmm. and as soon as I felt like I was starting to get to the top of the s curve of my learning, it's time to just rip off the Band-Aid and jump back into something yeah, new. Yeah, and it's scary, right? Yeah. Because, as I said, I've got a couple of things that we're starting to think about, but really, I don't really know what in we
3: do. In media or...? Um, no, not in media. completely different. Completely different, yeah.
0: Nice. It's still yeah. early days, so not, not something that's even... I'm even able to talk about because there's nothing sure. to talk about, but there are a couple of spaces that we're looking at. But that's exciting. It. That's the yeah, best yeah. way
3: to be. I mean, it's an open book. Yeah. At least you've got a vision. You've got a vision. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be your age and, and think like, what am I going to do now for the rest of my life? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you drive yourself up the wall. I did think about becoming an influencer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tough work, mate. Tough work. <laughs>
2: if you can get it. Uh, anyway, uh, we have, we have deep divan, deep doved, deep dive. I mean, do uh, not ask me. I, no, I, I don't know why I'm looking at you. I don't think you can speak English yet, can you, Tony? No, not really. Yeah, not. still got those lessons. Well, I have
3: got more money than you,
2: though. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's been fascinating, and I really, really appreciate it. But now, in a new feature for today's episode only...
1: We're going we, we <laughs> to
2: get into advanced car history. Oh well, yeah, because I did tease, I did tease Tony a little bit with this um, before you arrived. It's Fairly unimpressive. Well, you say that, but actually, it, it does make me laugh a bit. Um, <laughs> so, first question: What are you driving right now? Right
0: now, I'm driving a 2009 Nissan GTR.
2: But don't don't undersell it.
0: It's it's a tuned GTR. It's a KR650 Nissan GTR. The I I, thing is, I can't even say it has 660 brake horsepower because it doesn't. And everyone, all the CTV people will absolutely ruin me because it went on a dyno and it, <laughs> it was less than 600. <laughs> <laughs> so
3: like a standard one then. <laughs>
0: standard one with, I think, four, what was it? 4, 8, five, Oh, yeah, it's the, the Gen 1 one.
3: The Gen 1. That's right. Gen
0: yeah. one. But anyway, I've had that car for four, kind of four years now okay Um, it was it was always the reason why i got it i was supposed to get an r8 and i thought r8 uh, v8 manual because i thought that the stick shift machine gun bolt thing was amazing it is a piece of crap to drive oh my god it's horrible Mm. um didn't enjoy it didn't enjoy it at all and the same guy had a tuned gtr and i was like that's not for me i looked at it i was like that's not for me drove it I that's it. for me. <laughs> Pops and bangs mode.
2: I mean, I just loved the fact that whenever, you know, there was a car thought on me or the idea of you going to meetings with investors and, you know, you have people turning up MX-5s, you know, like, well, he's like, you know, oh, okay, that's a cut guy. And then suddenly the CEO turns up in the most brash. <laughs> he had a huge wing on it at it some still point. still has a Still massive got a big wing, wing on it. What colour is it? Splitting
0: it's, spitting it's flames. Black. It's black with gold exhaust tips. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What colour the wheels?
0: They're black. Oh, such yeah, a black CEO! On black. I
2: love it. Black on, um, black, on
0: black. In, in my defence, the car before that I feel was more fitting to a GTR is fitting to the car community because people love it or hate it. Of course. So most of the fanboys love it. Car throttle fans. Everyone else probably doesn't. <laughs> what especially, was the- especially my
3: neighbours. They really don't like no, it. No, no, they've got... The, honestly, Nissan, the GTRs have got a real good following yeah. for the certain person. Yeah. You know, you, you, you've got to be that person. Yeah, 100%. They've got... You know, I've I i, I I've got customers that have had three or four of them. Of course, you've got a few in now, don't you? I've got one in now, which I've just sold. Yeah. I've just taken another one in. and There you go. New one, twenty bu- nineteen. 2019. Yeah, uh, 2017. car. Oh, but yeah. They buy them, they tune them, and then they resell them and then they buy another one. You know, we've got a customer just bought our one and he's done four of them. He's tuned yeah. four of them.
0: Do you, know, do you know why I like it so much living in London as well? I daily drive mine. So you can pick it up, go to the shops, got room in the boot. I sound like an old man now. Room, yeah. in, the, room in the back. Um, awful fuel economy, rides awful. But then when you want to have some fun, you can still have some fun. Whereas actually a lot of the cars, they're not actually that fun to drive. I found I, I wouldn't
3: just, say SNGTO is that fun You need to get out A bit more
2: mate <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been running A business guys. <laughs> <it. laughs> no that was supposed To be a quick fire uh, Round but we We talked a little bit Long and we actually... thought, Thoughts on an E46 M3 Can oh, we pay Here he goes
3: You ain't got one of them As well oh, I had That was before I mean you literally Need to spend some More time with us mate <laughs> You've been spending too much time with Alex. To be fair, I actually wanted to get your advice on next cast.
2: Okay, well, can we do that off air? Because we've gone a little bit over no. today. Um, it, you know what, though? It's an excuse to get you back. Uh, it's been fascinating. I do really appreciate it. I think uh, a hopefully useful insight for a lot of people watching as to how, yeah, YouTube can be a business or you can turn it into a business. But if you're looking at media or social media in general and trying to understand how on earth we all make a living from it, uh, Adnan is a quite fascinating example of someone who, you know, started in the front of the camera step behind the scenes but built this kind of empire uh, and you're now yeah uh, away from it and ready for your next challenge so thank you for providing that insight and then thank you also for boring us with your GTR fanboy (laughs) Um, (laughs) but we will get you back on to discuss your next car purchases with Tony Uh, I think we can get into that I can already see him frothing at the mouth as to take you away I mean you literally need some advice (laughs) (laughs) you need advice I need some help You need some help but uh, if you've been watching us on YouTube make sure to give us a thumbs up subscribe turn on notifications for future episodes uh, if you've been listening to us, uh, make sure to follow us uh, so that you also don't miss out on future episodes. And let's hit that fifty thousand subscriber mark ASAP, Tony. When's that gonna be? I uh, soon. Let's. What just... are we on now? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> wrapping things up. Thanks for watching. Catch up soon. Ciao.